Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit makes these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The Eucalyptus Fiber Upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, Commanders fans? Welcome into another episode of Believe in Commanders. It is Mile High Week. The Commanders are headed to Denver to face Russ Wilson and the Denver Broncos. Uh, another big matchup, Week Two. A good chance to go two and zero. But let's check in on our guy, Triple A Anthony Armstrong. How are you doing, my friend? I am doing awesome, Brian Murphy. I'm I'm down here. The weather is great. It's cooled off this week. It's like the first. Full week of sub 100 degree temperatures that, that has been in a while. So we're thankful for that. We've had some rain. We're thankful for that uh, because it, it gets a little drought-ish down here and, and you get the ground cracking and everything. But I'm feeling good, man. Excited for this week. Excited for what the commanders can do uh, going up there to Denver. Yeah, absolutely. Another chance uh, to make a, a big statement for this team. I think going 2-0 and will be huge. Something they haven't done since 2011 when you were on the team. The last Ooh. time they went 2-0, and they beat the New York Giants and then the Arizona Cardinals with our very own AAA Anthony Armstrong on the team. Let's change that this week. Let's go to Denver and make something happen. But we can make something happen uh, betting-wise, and you can tell them all about it, AAA, with our friends at BetOnline. Yes, indeed. BetOnline.ag, that's the place to be. Use our code BLEAV, get that 50% welcome bonus for all my newbies. Now look, BetOnline is your number one spot to go for all your sports betting needs. You got multiple sports out there, baseball, basketball, football, hockey, golf, martial arts are even over there. A little taekwondo action, Aussie rules football, you like that? Want to go down under? We've got it. We got darts too. There's also a casino, live betting, sports book, and some esports as well. A lot of free contests that you can just you know put your put your uh, free chips on the board and see if you can win something at the end of it. And Bet Online is going to have all your lines for this upcoming week. And for our Commanders going up against the Denver Broncos, they are traveling in there as three and a half point underdogs. Uh, so if you think that Washington can cover that, and you haven't used Bet Online, use our code BLEAV, get that fifty percent welcome bonus, and uh, go over there and give it a go. So Bet Online is where the game starts. 
That's right. And uh, I think you did a really good job with the video on Believe in Commanders. Uh, and where this game starts is containing that guy that everybody knows, and that's Russell Wilson. He's not the same guy from 10 years ago, maybe not even the same guy from five, six years ago. But we saw and you showed on your video that he can be quite dangerous. And I think that the game begins and ends uh, with the, the quarterbacks in this one. Obviously, Sam Howell making his third career start. And then the veteran Russell Wilson showed last week, um, despite the loss, that he still can make some plays. And so I think that's the place to start for the commanders. It absolutely is. It, the, the play on Russ, as we've heard before, and Tyler Columbus spoke on this on our last episode, is that he's going to extend plays with his legs. Now, Sean Payton has put some barriers around that, put some bumpers up. Maybe it doesn't happen every play, but it's going to have to happen selectively. And the rush has to set a really good net. They have to make sure that they keep pressure on Russ from the outside in and don't let him bubble out. And the video I posted, I mean, there were literally two times that he scrambled out to the right and they resulted in touchdown passes in the red zone on a scramble drill. So, yeah, for a Montez Sweat, for a Chase Young who has been active, he might be playing, you got to make sure you have the integrity of the pass rush. Stay uh, working your outside in. You can you can beat these tackles, but you want to make sure you beat the tackles on the way to the quarterback. Don't just abort mission and try to do your own thing because you will get gashed. Yeah, we saw what Montez Sweat was able to do last week, and that makes me feel pretty encouraged that he can get outside there and kind of keep that edge there. But you're absolutely right with Russell Wilson. You did a great job of breaking down how he was able to roll out. And that's been the thing with Russell Wilson. He's always been a mobile quarterback, but he's always been a mobile quarterback to set up the throw. He doesn't, you know, I, I can't really remember some long runs that Russell Wilson has had. I'm sure he has had them, but really it's mostly come from extending the play, rolling out a little bit, buying time for those receivers downfield and then striking when everybody on the defense is gassed. So yep. Washington does have a big task there. And I think, as you mentioned, Chase Young practice was a full participant. We're recording this on a Friday morning. He was a full participant on Thursday. I think it's up to the doctors if he's cleared, but he would be huge with his athleticism out around on the edge to contain this guy and, um, you know, help out Montez Sweat there. Yeah, the day before, the day before, as we used to say, uh, the haze in the barn just about. The last little bit of work and, and tweaking things today. You want to work some red zone stuff offensively and defensively. And speaking of the red zone, Denver came up short in the red zone a few times. Uh, they probably should have scored some more points than they did. They only had six offensive possessions. So they're susceptible, Wild. right? They only scored 16 points last year. They only averaged about 16 points. So they haven't really hit their stride yet. And Washington, don't let these guys start something this week. Don't let them get going this week. Uh, another thing that need to happen in this game is the DBs need to be ready to get active in the running game. You got two big running backs back there for Denver. You've got Samaj P. Ryan. You got Javante Williams. And you have a, co a coach who wants to run with power. He wants to control the ball short with passes and then run the ball in between there, stay favorable in the down and distance. So uh, seeing an Emmanuel Forbes be willing to tackle in the preseason lets me know he's not going to have a problem trying to uh, come up and lay some hat in this game. Uh, Cam Curl getting active last week. He will be all around the football field in this upcoming game. So getting active in the running game and making sure you contain that, making this a one-dimensional team will be beneficial for the commanders. 
Yeah, absolutely. I, I want to see a lot of Cam Curl coming up and laying the boom like we saw last week. And I think he's got a really good opportunity to do that. You mentioned Sean Payton. Uh, yeah, ever since, you know, New Orleans, he's always had Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara, a couple guys that can, you know, just uh, make plays from the backfield there. And that, you got to think that that's what they want to do. Also on the offensive side of the ball last week, Jerry Judy was out. It looks like he was a full participant in practice this week. So another weapon back for Russell Wilson, who despite having a limited receiving core last week had two touchdowns to wide receivers so you got to think that jerry judy will be a big focal point i'm excited to see emmanuel forbes uh, match up against him kendall fuller wherever he ends up at so a couple of uh, tall tasks and like you mentioned they they left some opportunities on the board will lutz the new kicker from new orleans as well missed a field goal and missed an extra point and in a one-point game that is a killer so yeah. you're absolutely right you got to force uh them into some bad plays into long situations um, and not, like you said, let them get comfortable this week. This does yeah. not need to be the week that Sean Payton and Russ Wilson start to click. Let's save that for next week and down the road. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And now you're talking about just the, how they want to control the clock and they want to control the possessions. They don't want to have incompletions. Russ is going to check the ball down. I mean, if, if he doesn't have his read, he's quick to get to the back. And then you have a back that's, you know, 220, 230, that's one-on-one out there in space against the DB. Uh, the young fellow Bennett for the Raiders made a lot of great open field tackles. So you got to see that from guys uh, like BSJ. And you mentioned size. You got Cortland Sutton as a six foot four receiver. Benjamin St. Juice is a six foot three DB. I would like to see those guys match up. I wonder if they're going to follow each other just to stay size on size because um, Cortland Sutton going up against, you know, maybe a, a, a Emmanuel Forbes or a Kendall Fuller could be a size mismatch, but uh, BSJ could get physical with Cortland Sutton and stay with him, uh, that big money receiver. Yeah, I saw that the, uh, the, the Broncos are still kind of a work in progress on the offensive line. Uh, they gave up two sacks last week, only for 11 yards, but uh, I was reading an article that they're still kind of gelling. It kind of feels like the commanders, some, some guys coming back from injury, some guys kind of, you know, getting in place and kind of getting some experience. So yeah. I, I hope that the defensive line, uh, can cause some havoc there and, and make Russ force some of these throws to where hopefully if they even do get in a mismatch where you do get Cortland Sutton on Emmanuel Forbes, that, that, that the defensive line is is forcing a bad throw because I think the defensive line is going to be the key for this team all year long. Uh, you know, Montez Sweat and I, I think other guys have said it. They're four first round picks once Chase Young comes back out there. Yeah. Uh, they gotta they gotta act that way and they gotta continue to dominate like they did last week against the Cardinals. Um, and you you hope that that can be an advantage for um, for Washington and, and maybe get Russ a little uneasy. I mean, he's a veteran. Yeah. He, he's done it before. He's faced good pass rush before, but uh, you'd love to get an advantage anywhere you can. Yeah, and, and you're looking at the Denver line. They've, they've spent over $100 million on offensive linemen between McGlinchey and Ben Powers. Right. And going up against this line and this defensive line, frankly, I mean, you're going to get one-on-one -on -one opportunities. That's what that five-down look gives you. And if somebody's winning one-on-one, -on -one, then they're going to be forced. Uh, the Denver offense will be forced to bring in a tight end to chip, bring in a running back to stay in, in protection. But you see, a lot, I saw a lot of two-man routes for uh, for Denver last week anyway. So they were worried about that pass rush. Max Crosby did have a day and gave some fits uh, to Mike McGlinchey. Uh, but having, having the ability to, to apply pressure up front, it makes it easier on that back half. 
and they'll be able to not have to worry about so many receivers. So everything plays on each other, and and the defensive line getting started early and causing havoc will help dictate you know the pace of this game and what type of plays are going to get called by uh, Sean Payton. Well, let's flip over to the offense for the commanders. Obviously, Sam Howell's third career start. Uh, I saw an interesting stat that he could be the first player ever to throw a touchdown and rush a touchdown in his first three career games if he's able to pull that off against Denver on Sunday. I think he's got a really good chance to do that. I think we showed that he... He showed that he spreads the ball around in a bunch of different ways. Uh, so there's a chance that he could get that passing touchdown, but there's also a chance that he'll take off and run with it, as we saw again last Sunday. So a big opportunity there for Sam Howell. Uh, Terry McLaurin will probably be going up a lot against Patrick Sertan the second. That'll be a good matchup. I don't think either one is scared of the matchup, and, and it should be for some good football come Sunday. Yeah, Sertan is, is definitely one of the top corners in the game and, and at such a young age. I mean, obviously his dad played, uh, yeah. so that helps him out. But, I mean, he's just so gifted, so skilled. And he really gave Devontae Adams fits last week. I mean, the whole first half, Devontae Adams was quiet. Then you see in the second half, they finally moved him around, used some motions to create a better matchup. Uh, but when you talk about Patrick Sertan, you got to think about the other guy on the other side, Damari Mathis, the young fella, number 27. He was getting abused in that game against the Raiders. Basically, Jacoby Myers had a career day uh, by being able to eat off of uh, his plate. And then Devontae got some work. And then just everybody would attack away from Sertan. And I, and I see that same thing happening in this game. I don't want Sam Howell to go out there and try to pull a Jay Cutler and say, I'm just going to throw it to him anyways. And then if he picks me off, then he picks me off. No four interception games, right. please. We don't need that to happen. Look, they'll go take your money over here against 27. And frankly, anybody that's not named Pat, all right, don't go Pat's way and you'll be fine. I mean, I think that that's the, that's got to be the game plan. And I'm interested to see is, is Sertan going to match up with a, is a, with a Jahan or is he going to match up with a Terry McLaurin the whole game? Or are they just going to play their sides? Uh, but when you have weapons on the offense like you know, Curtis Samuel and the two receivers I just, uh, just called, plus the tight ends and the running backs, you really don't worry about one player taking away your uh, one of your star players because you have plenty of other talent across the board you can get the ball to. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit makes these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the super light tree runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The eucalyptus fiber upper adds next level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the super light tree runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a super light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. 
Yeah, my comparison for Sam Howell has just been be a point guard. You got some playmakers out there, whether it be those wide receivers that we talked about. Yeah. And we haven't even mentioned Curtis Samuel, who is as of right now, one weekend, the leading receiver for this team, the tight ends as well. We know that the, the running backs can catch out of the backfield. I feel like last week against the Cardinals, obviously he had the pick. Uh, it was just a bad throw. I'm not sure if it was tipped or if he just tried to force it. But other than that, I feel like he put the ball where only his receivers could get it. There were a bunch of drops, um, but I felt like he was pretty accurate in where he was putting the football. And you're right. Just take what the defense is going to get you, give you. You don't have to force it on Patrick Sertan's side to get Terry McLaurin his 10 targets or whatever because Jahan Dotson is really good on the other side, and we saw him make some plays last week where he was wide open. So, yeah, just take what the defense is giving you. If that means checking it down, if that means going underneath to the tight end, I'll take five, six yards as opposed to forcing the ball downfield to try to make a big play. Yeah. And I think – I think – through two career starts, I think Sam Howell kind of realizes that as well. I, I haven't yeah. seen him really force things. Obviously, he's had the turnovers, and those were just kind of careless plays and uh, a couple of mishaps. But I, I think that he's done a really good job of not yeah. forcing it, and, and that'll be key again on Sunday. Yeah, and I, I've I've gone back timeless to the to the interception right before the half, and then EB coming back and letting him throw it again. Normally you would say, hey, let's just hand it off. Let's just get out of the first half. Mm -hmm. EB says, screw that. I got faith in my guy. I got faith in Sam Howell. We're going to let him throw the ball and get us into position to score some points. And the fact that Sam was able to do that shows me that he's got that composure about it and he's not really tripping. Okay, Week one is week one because you're it's, it's new. What you're seeing is what you haven't seen on tape. Uh, you have to go back into your Rolodex of previous years of football. This guy's only got two career starts. So everything he's seeing is going to be pretty new. It's going to take him a little bit of time to get adjusted to what the defense is trying to do to him. And, and having a strong defense like the commanders do is going to be helpful for Sam House. going to give you some time to, hey, look here, three and out, three and out. Hey, you got what they're doing now. You're picking up on their tails. EB's getting to pick up on their tails, and they can start to see those weak points. And EB does a great job of adjusting on the fly. He is just the very next play. He's not going to wait till the fourth quarter to do so. Right. He's going to pick up on it early and then quickly make some adjustments to be able to take advantage of that. And, and that, that relationship between EB and Sam Howell is going to really help this team go far this season. I agree. Absolutely. I think that was huge for uh, his confidence to, to come right back out there and to get points before halftime, uh, knowing that his coaches trust him, knowing that that he's the guy. And I loved what Sam Howell said this week. I feel like a lot of quarterbacks would say when they have uh, six sacks against them that they would say, you know, the whole offense has got to be better, you know, mm -hmm. I, I that kind of thing. But Sam Howell, you know, took the pressure on himself where not all of those were on him, not all of them were all on the offensive line, but I, I love that he's taking accountability. Uh, and I think that's what you want out of a leader. And I think that proves that he's willing to get better, that hopefully we won't see a, a three turnover game again from this team because he went into the lab and he went in and saw what he needs to correct. And hopefully with each start gets a little bit better. So I, I loved him taking accountability and, and I love the the opportunity here for him to to put some some of those behind him and, and hopefully have a little bit stronger, crisper game. Yeah. Uh, it also uh, helps that Frank Clark hurt his hip um, this week and it sounds like he will be out. So that's uh, one half of their, their pass 
rush that won't be there. They'll obviously have to deal with Randy Gregory, but Frank yeah. Clark, an experienced uh, pass rusher, that, that'll help a little bit with that offensive line. It really will. And even though the, the stat line for the defense hasn't been that exciting, uh, for Denver's defense, hasn't been that exciting, you know Randy Gregory is a guy who knows how to get to the quarterback. Mm-hmm. And coming off of a game where that defensive line didn't get to Jimmy Garoppolo, then you see an opponent walk in with six sacks already on the season. They, they got to be licking their chops. They got to think, hey, this is a week that we're going to get things rolling. And Washington cannot let that happen at all. I mean, you got to communicate across the offensive line. And it does start with Sam Howell and Nick Gates. They got to all understand, hey, who are we identifying right here? You got two active inside linebackers, Alex Singleton, uh, Josie Jewell. Those two guys are very good at getting off blocks. So whenever you are trying to chip up, to them, they get off blocks really well and they make tackles. So you got to communicate, know who you're identifying, know who you're going to block, and everybody's on the same page. You'll be able to get the ball out and have some success. But don't sleep on this defense. I mean, Vance Joseph, former head coach, very aggressive, mm-hmm. right? I expect that there's going to be some pressure on second down, on third down, get the ball out of his hands, Sam House hands, make him make decisions quickly, and they want him to make some mistakes. Okay. So, yeah, be on top of your game, please. Yeah, I think I saw that Eric Bieniemy and Vance Joseph played together at uh, Colorado, if I'm not mistaken, or at oh, least wow. both went there. Now, yeah. now everybody went to Colorado. Now Colorado is. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did. I got a. One of my neighbors was a Colorado fan back in the day, so I'm, I have a link to Colorado as well, yeah. right? That's the, the yeah, hot yeah. thing to do right now. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I agree with you. Vance Joseph has been around a long time, and I, I feel like the Denver has been known for their defense. Even the year that Peyton won the Super Bowl, um, you know, he his arm was kind of shot at times, and that defense carried him with Demarcus Ware and Von Miller. So you're absolutely right. They know how to coach up the defense there in Denver, and and there's some guys that can get after them. And and, and you're right, you have to be clean because there's a difference between turning the ball over three times and giving the ball back to Josh Dobbs and then turn the ball over a couple of times and giving the ball to Russell Wilson. No offense to Josh Dobbs, but Russell Wilson will make you pay if he gets extra possessions. Yeah. I mean, all they needed was one more possession. You mentioned they only got the ball six times. They lost by a point. You have to imagine if he gets the ball one more time that the that uh, the Broncos would go down and win. I think Jimmy Garoppolo kind of watching on the red zone that he had a big scramble for a first down that put the yeah. game away. But, yeah, you, you can't give Russell Wilson any more possessions than he's already got. And, and so taking care of the football would, would have to be at the top of the priority list because uh, you can't let a veteran quarterback who now has another weapon back in Jerry Judy have one more possession uh, against your defense. Yep. I mean, you speak about possessions too. One thing to take note of, and I know that this is at the front of the meeting in the special teams room, Denver started out with an onside kick and they, mm. I think they ended up getting it, but then like they should have gotten it cleanly initially. So you got to be on your P's and Q's about yeah. leaving early because coaches pay attention to that. If they feel like they can steal a possession quick, uh, that could happen. And then the young returner, rookie receiver Marvin Mims, he looks like he's ready to break a kick. He yeah. looks like he's just one tackle away from taking one to the house. It don't need to be this week. He can start week mm-hmm. three and beyond. But you got to make sure that the cover Jeremy Reeves, this is you, man. All pro Jeremy mm-hmm. Reeves. That's, that's how I call him. All pro Jeremy Reeves. He's going to have to make sure this special teams unit is ready and uh, they can contain uh, Marvin Mims Jr. 
Well, and you know Sean Payton, on, even on the biggest stage, is not afraid to call an onside kick. So special teams is is always a, a part of the deal, and that's where there can be some hidden yardage and that sort of thing. That's where you're happy to have an all-pro uh, like Jeremy Reeves, who had a big game last week. He was flying around out there on special teams. Yes, um, so, uh, so yeah, a lot of keys to, to this, but I think Washington really does have a good chance. They're, they're getting written off a little bit. If you look at picks uh, across the board, it seems like everybody thinks the Broncos are going to bounce back why not play spoiler why not go in there and give uh, the broncos a second straight home loss which seems very hard to do i saw a stat i don't have it in front of me but teams do not do well going to denver early on i don't know if it's getting used to the altitude or what it is but um you got to think with with uh, ron rivera and jack del rio and eric Bieniemy, experienced guys that they have these guys prepared and know what yeah. to expect with that altitude did you ever play in denver or did you ever make it out there I've been to Denver, but I didn't get to play out in Denver. That would have been fun. Um, but I mean, you think, shoot, EB's got the most experience playing in True. Denver, right? Yeah. He did it, you know, he played them every year for however many years. He played them twice a year, obviously, but once a year he'd be in Denver. So he'll know True. some of the nuances, uh, ways to be prepared, ways to be ready. Um, you know, I, but man, Denver is a, is a beautiful state, a beautiful state, beautiful city. Colorado's the state. I know my geography folks don't come over here. Make don't try easy. me. Don't try me now. Uh, but no, Denver is beautiful. Uh, beautiful, beautiful backdrop up there, man. But no, I didn't get to play up there. Unfortunately. Yeah. I, I just have heard a uh, different story. So it'll be interesting to see. I think I saw that Brian Robinson said one of the strength coaches said beet juice, was a was a something to look into to help with that. I, I don't. If Man, that's I, the case, I'd pass. I'd be like, well, I'm not playing this. <laughs> Beet juice ain't bad if you mix it with some other stuff. It, yeah, just by itself, it's, it is horrible. But I will yeah. say this: they got to make sure that they hit the sideline and put that oxygen mask on their yeah. face immediately. Um, I used to do that every now and again just to make sure I got some fresh, clean air in. Um, and, and that's just going to help you. You know, it's going to help you. The, the, the depth for this team will come into play. You know, if you assume there may be some people need to spell out a little bit more often, a little bit more frequently, being able to go, uh, you know, too deep across the defensive line will be helpful, especially when you're out there trying to handle, you know, rust in this running game. So uh, there's, there's a good few keys, but there's a lot of opportunity. And, and one other player I want to point out that's on the defensive side for the Broncos is Justin Simmons. Okay. Mm. He's a powerful very, very good safety, okay? He'll make you pay if you give him an opportunity. He's roaming the skies. You'll see him mostly over top of 27, giving uh, Damari Mathis a little bit of help from the safety spot. They'll let Patrick Sertan do things by himself. He'll be solo dolo with no help on that side. So seeing where Justin Simmons is, um, is Sam Howe going to be able to manipulate him? Don't try to force anything over there. Take what you can get. Take what they give you, and it should have a good day. Yeah, he's the kind of guy that you, you, the quarterback always points out the Mike linebacker. You also got to know where 31 is on both sides, honestly, now that I think about it. Justin Simmons and yeah. Cam Curl, you have to think both quarterbacks are knowing where that safety is because they do a little bit of everything. Uh, they can fly around. They can make plays. They can hit. They can they can catch. They can tackle. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. 31 on both sides will be key. Uh, a couple things for, for me uh, that we've talked about briefly. Chase Young, if he plays, I think that's a huge advantage for the commanders. If not, you have to think that James Smith Williams and Casey Tuhill will be called upon and and both kind of flashed a little bit last week. So you mentioned the depth that'll definitely be tested already. Uh, but but if Chase Young is not able to go, uh, we'll see. I'm sure they'll announce this right after we record. That's how it always goes. Again, we're oh, yeah. recording on Friday morning. So they'll tell us um, uh, 
probably later today if he'll play if he's cleared. And then uh, we mentioned that that these teams kind of kind of know each other. Eric Bieniemy, Vance Joseph, Russell Wilson has played the Commanders or you know Washington in different ways. Ron Rivera versus Sean Payton. All their matchups go back um, in the NFC South. I think I saw that Sean Payton is ten and six against Ron Rivera. So these two coaches know each other well. So it wouldn't surprise me if this is kind of a low-scoring, ugly game, knowing that these two teams, these two coaches, are familiar with each other. So hopefully, a big play the Commanders' way can can sway this. Uh, but some, despite the, them being in two different conferences, there are some familiarity with with their, these teams, and so it should be a good matchup on Sunday. And I was just thinking that Sean Payton's name was coming up in as a potential head coach whenever the whole ownership yeah. thing was changing and they had approached right. him and all this other jazz. I think we cool. I think we cool with what we got because I right. think I think the eventual head coach is on offense and he's going to have a hell of a day uh, against this Vance Joseph-led defense. Well, we gave you all the keys. Uh, be sure to check them out. Let us know if we missed anything and, and interact with us during the game. Uh, it'll be another good one. Again, a chance for the commanders to go two and zero for the first time since 2011. I like their chances. Uh, they got to do. They got to. They got to be sound. They got. They got to clean up some things from last week. But I like their chances. I think they could really put uh, Denver in a bad spot if they do things right. But at the same time, there's some dangerous players over on that other side. So uh, be sure uh, to check out Bet Online, where you can find that Denver is favored at home, three and a half points. Uh, man, Washington could spoil that. I, I, yeah. I, I like Washington's chances there. Despite, uh, like I said, early season, it's hard to go into Denver. Um, but use our code BLEAV for a 50% welcome bonus if it's your first time. So check out our guys at betonline.ag. And my social media folks, hit us up over there. You got uh, Believe Commanders on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. And check the news video on my uh, mm-hmm. On my on my Twitter, uh, that was breaking down just some of the keys about Russell Wilson. That's over there, and I believe Commander did a great job of reposting that. And tune in with us on TuneIn Radio, SiriusXM, Watch Stadium, and all your other fa- other favorite streaming platforms. Believe TV's out there as well. So if you're looking for some good NFL action, we got every team covered. But you know which team you on. You know where you're here for. You know what you're here for. You're here for Believe and Commanders. You're here for Brian Murphy. You're here for the original one three, y'all. Y'all set the standard. Be good. Two days, y'all. Game day's coming. We'll see you after the victory. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.